What's up, guys? Welcome back to True Social. We got Drew the Gemini. Hey, what up, though? Carlos, a.k.a. Mr. Domain. Hello, everyone. And yours truly, M. The Gem, a.k.a. McT. In case you're a new listener, True Social is a podcast about self-development. We cover everything from relationships, sex, money, health, and wealth. Yeah, and if, if you didn't catch it last week, you know, we covered the state's reopening, the post-COVID economy. Um, we also talked about net, the Netflix and chill with the secret and uh, mindsets and relationships, law of attraction, and of course, synchronicities. So like things attract like things. Yeah, I enjoyed that podcast last week. Um, so today we're going to be talking about, you know, bars opening up this weekend. We through a social update, kind of what's going on in our lives recently, what's happening. Um, some current events. Uh, Cajun, which is, you know, one of one of y'all's favorite places to eat recently. Hot. Hot. And um, NLP. Very nice. Very nice. So let's get right into it, shall we? Friday, uh, all the bars are opening up. Uh, specifically, 77 Degrees and Jack and Ginger's. Also, Victory Grill. Uh, we're going to put you guys on a hot historic location downtown you're tired of sixth street you're tired of all this crazy stuff you gotta go check out victory grill uh but yeah so uh my understanding of the rock rose bars opening back up is going to be uh by reservation obviously with covid uh wonder bar and uh rose room will be opening up speaking of rose room we are actually on location in the domain courtesy of these four great bars wonder bar jack and ginger 77 and rose room we're actually in the rose room they are uh fixing everything in here right now they they, yeah remodeling right now they took the opportunity while they had some downtime to just really create a new experience for everyone and so you guys got to come check check this out i mean i'm excited i mean i I worked here and i'm excited to come back and see what they're doing i'm excited i'm super excited hey you guys gonna be on the chances the bars are opening this friday (laughs) for a your boy's gemini season (laughs) just a gemini season baby right yeah, so three o'clock on Friday, right? Three o'clock. Are you, on you guys Friday. plan on going out? I, I, you yeah. know what? I think I'm. I'm gonna. I haven't gone out in so long with her. I think I'm gonna do two things. I think I'm gonna go out on Friday night on Rock Rose and then jump down to Victory Grill on Saturday. I hear it's gonna be banging down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to go. I want to be everywhere, and you're never there. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about true social updates. What's what's been going on with you guys? I hear M has some great news. Drew, yeah, Drew's so... birthdays this month. I mean, oh, a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, and mine's next month, you know, hey. so I'm pretty excited about that Gemini season going on. Um, but yeah, I, today actually minutes before this podcast started, I got a new job, baby. Congratulations. So, um, yes. you know, yeah. oh, wow. Round of applause. I feel, yeah. thanks guys. Thanks guys. But yeah, so I mean this, these past couple of weeks have been kind of tough, uh, trying to find a new job out there during, especially during this time. So, um, pretty excited about that. Um, what about you, Drew? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's of course it's my birthday this month. I, I think I've been turning up a little bit too much this month. Uh, Are you still gonna Friday, turn up? Yeah, of course. It's it's funny. I seen this meme. Someone posted. It was like, I feel bad for uh, anybody that's quarantined with the Gemini. <laughs> and I was like, hey, that's funny because I don't think any Gemini's have been quarantining. That's <laughs> and, hilarious. And like, seriously, I feel like it's crazy. I don't feel like I'm being at home and like nothing's changed for me yeah you were saying that you you were saying you were going out more like it seems (laughs) like i've been going out more than ever can i ask you guys uh, so in your own personal experience what are some of the hardest uh signs to date for you guys scorpios see drew knows more about this i've been you know ever since you added me to that gemini uh group though i've been learning more about maybe who i'm not compatible with but (laughs) i never never honestly reflects who i date until after the fact, I guess. Yeah. I don't really look for a certain certain sign. I don't know. What about you, Drew? Uh, I, I don't look for a certain sign. I, and the whole thing about it is, like, sometimes people are like, oh, we're not compatible. But someone pointed out to me that, like, showed this to me. They were like, it's not necessarily you're not compatible with someone. It's, like, also to be aware of where you might have different areas you have issues that you get, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work on. So it's not necessarily saying, oh, we're not compatible. It's saying, hey, these are areas we're going to have to work on more right. than these areas. It's like a, right. it's like a roadmap, right? And I, I, I love that you pointed out like that because nothing is impossible unless you believe it's impossible, right? So if you, yeah. if you have the mindset that, hey, 
this sign is not going to work for me. Guess what's going what, guess what the law of attraction is going to do? It's going to, the universe is going to prove to you that that's going to be your obstacle. So yeah, exactly. Or you could go into it with the, this sign. These are the areas we're going to have issues and we need to focus on and work on. Yes. Right? It's not necessarily saying, Oh, we're not going to work because of this it's, it's to give you uh, awareness of, of like what you might be good on. Like for instance, if, if you're like an athlete, right? You realize you're good with, say you're playing basketball, you realize you're good with your right hand. You may want to then like improve on being better with your left hand. Right. But at the same time, realize your strength is always your right hand. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, at the end of the day, it's not always like you, you won't work out with that person, but it's to tell you where. These metaphors, man, I love them. <laughs> and I and I think that's a good point uh, on this podcast. I think we underscore a lot with all of our podcasts is that it's about mindset, right? It's about going to that next level. And if you, and if you, speaking of which one of our one of our topics today, NLP, that deals with this specifically, right? The the preset subconscious mindset that you have that actually plays out in your life as a limitation. And hey, for we, some listeners that don't know, though, would you like to explain NLP, the word itself? Yeah. So. Uh, neurological linguistic programming so to to make that more simplified it's essentially the voice that you've developed uh throughout your uh past experiences right usually as a child uh you are environment you are in environments and you are communicated to in a certain type of way you know your father wasn't this you're just going to be like your father all those things and so you kind of develop this subconscious mindset of success. And so NLP is really a format to break down those walls and really achieve levels of success that you weren't really psychologically and emotionally able to without doing that kind of homework. Right. Yeah, it's, a, it's being aware of the voice that's talking to you. What's being, the, the voice that's talking to you in your head and talking to yourself more rather than, than listening. Yeah. To that voice, right? Which is crazy because I don't know if any of y'all have followed the whole last dance with the Michael Jordan, the whole story about it. But throughout there, he sprinkles a lot in, like, a lot about energy and the whole zenness and visualization and just the biggest thing I take away from it, Michael Jordan, without him knowing it, he admits this. And when he met Phil Jackson, that's probably why they clicked you so got well. got it right there, my friend. Because Phil Jackson was, like, very much aware of, like, visualizing, like, the importance of like, the your mental. It starts with in your mental. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordan's, like, one of the things he said was, why am I going to stress about a shot I haven't taken yet? Like, people think, well, what if I miss it? But I haven't even taken it yet. So right. why am I even stressing already? You're already attracting, like, missing the shot. Like, worry about once it's time to take the shot. Yep. And so, like, a big a big thing that without him being, like, consciously aware of it, like, seeking it out that I took away from it was basically uh, him talking about the importance of visualization, which I think is a big part of NLP. Because if, if you grow up, you see certain things, then you, st- you, have, you could have a negative voice or a negative tone about how, like you, uh, so I feel like that has a lot to do with anxiety, you know, someone with a lot of anxiety, you know, I know everyone has their own anxieties, you know, um, but you talking about that and you talking about, you know, you're scared of that shot you haven't taken, you t- haven't taken yet. Um, cause that's a lot of, I feel like I deal with that on the daily of like, you know, oh my God, this phone call, you know, or, or this and that, like, right. and I stress out about it before I'm even like gonna, gonna do it, moment. you know? And so, and so. And so I always say, I always say, it's always easier said than done though, but like, you know, awareness and being aware and like, y'all talking about NLP, I'm really, I'm not super um, familiar with the term. Um, I want to familiarize myself with it more, but you know, I feel like that's something that could help people with anxiety. Um, So that's something I'm going to look into um, because that's, you know, being aware always is something that we need to do. And it's, it's, it's hard to be aware though. And it's hard to distract ourselves with alcohol, with fucking tv shows with anything so like that's right yeah and i want we should let let's touch on this a little bit deeper once we bring Anne on the program uh yeah we got a special guest here today uh nlp mentee as she says so uh that's that's amazing but uh let's talk about current events shall we um 
Madonna is a Massachusetts-based biotech company. Uh, in March, they launched the first human trial for the coronavirus vaccine. Uh, eight healthy volunteers were injected with the experimental vaccine, and all of them created a neutralizing antibody that blocked the virus from replicating. So it sounds really promising, uh, but that's just phase one of three phases. Uh, and statistically, only one in 10 of those drugs who make it past uh, phase one actually reach production. So, you know, because allergic reactions, death, right. things like that. Uh, but not to fret, there's 70 other potential vaccines in the works. What's your guys' thought on that? You guys, uh, I know Drew, Drew's already said a couple podcasts ago, he said, yeah, Drew's got a lot I, just, I just rock and roll with it. You know what I mean? I don't get hey. vaccinated. Like, if it's optional, like, when my daughter was born, the optional ones were, like, you can deny them, like, I'm not going to get it. And even the ones that they gave her, I mean, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. if they're saying it's optional, then why take it, right? They're saying that well, they're not sure. Back to what Em was saying. like, mandatory. Right. Obviously, they got enough data and information to say, like, this is, this is good for your child. So. Have they ever mandated vaccinations yet? In the U.S., not that, not to my recollection, right? Yeah, they uh, always know well, the doctors. You, if, no, in terms of like if you go to school, right? I was gonna to say, yeah. If you enter, if you enter something that's elective, right? Uh, school is elective. You can always put your kids in private school. Well, that's what people don't realize too, mm -hmm. because we we're so conditioned. We think, oh, you gotta send your kid to a public school. Can I? Can I? Can I uh, touch on that? So. Uh, any state has two forms of identification. A lot of people ask you for your driver's license, but technically all you need is a state ID. So a lot of places will say, hey, I need your driver's license. Actually, accurately, that's not correct. What you need is a legal form of identification. It doesn't have to be a driver's license. So that kind of just jumbling up of all the information and believing whatever out there, you know, people come to believe that, oh, yeah, maybe I do. you're getting into civics, which they don't teach in school anymore. Yeah, right. Civics. They teach us how to be employees. Man. They're not gonna. Do teach they have teachers be employees? Yeah, that's how they. That's what they. Teach. To be workers, yeah. To not ask questions, to just you know go with the status quo. They don't teach civics though, and the reality is, I mean, man, don't get me on my Alex Jones. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, second topic of current events. Have you guys heard of this drug called uh, hydroxychloroquine? Uh, apparently, the president on uh, May nineteenth started taking this anti-malaria drug that actually does really well against the coronavirus, but the FDA warns that uh, taking it can cause serious health problems and it shouldn't be taken outside of a, a hospital setting. Listen, at the end of the day, here's the problem with pharmaceutical shit and all this. There's money tied up into it. So I got a buddy of mine who actually, you probably know, <laughs> Glenn knows. He made the dumbest post ever, but it's just like, he made this post about here, the whole thing with Bill Gates is he spent years and billions of dollars studying vaccines and doing this. And people are like, hey, his post was basically like, hey, this dude has done this. And here you are all of a sudden, someone who hadn't put the work in and you want to challenge what he's saying, right? But there's nothing wrong with that. Right? There's nothing wrong Question with that authority. Not, not, Not only that. They're like, he's tripping because he's saying basically that because Bill Gates has done all this and spent billions of dollars and invested in this, that like he cares more about vaccines. I'm like, he didn't spend billions of dollars because he cares about people. He spent this money. It's money. It's capitalism, right? So if I spend billions of dollars learning about a disease and how to like combat it combated or whatever but then all of a sudden what i banked on doesn't happen what's the best thing i could do as a billionaire create the situation to where i'm the savior right mm, what if you know what i'm saying like yeah. oh i believe there's a there's this virus or something that's gonna gonna come along but at the same time if i can create the problem one thing is like as an entrepreneur is like if you can solve the problem but what if you create the problem and then also have the solution perfect hey, that's a lot of money to be made you know what i'm saying yeah like you years go by and you realize hey i've spent billions of dollars this is either going to go to waste what i was saying and what i was putting out there or i'm going to make it work i'm going to make it to where that situation comes about 
more importantly, and for them, you gotta realize it's not about money. It's a it's an ego thing. It's about being the guy that said four or five years ago that this Is was it? gonna be the issue we need to. You do. know what word it comes to I'm mind? Right. You know what word it comes to mind? Social engineering, right? Create the problem, having the solution, yeah. and then you look like the saver. Speaking of billions, China is gonna donate two billion to help other countries. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, guys? Two billion. Two billion. As long as they didn't touch the money. <laughs> I mean, they might have COVID on it or something. You yeah, COVID laced. Well, I heard a, a statistic that ninety uh, percent of dollar bills uh, of U.S. money in circulation actually has uh, cocaine on it. Uh, I believe it. <laughs> Probably the hundred dollar bills more so. Right? I believe that. You guys heard about Uber uh, that they've laid off another three thousand workers. Uh, I guess ride sharing has dropped uh, in requests eighty percent in the last month. I I haven't taken Uber in a minute. I didn't even know they were still rolling out rides, but I guess that's a thing. They are. I I took one actually this past weekend. How was it? I don't know. I don't don't remember. (laughs) Okay, so you made you made the right choice. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah. No, no, I took it. Uber was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of Uber, have you guys? Did you guys hear about the guy who was taking rides and shooting people, and then coming back and taking more rides? They they I were dealing not. with. It's like Chipotle when they when they were passing Wait, out E. Cola. Yeah, so I, apparently he was uh, taking an assault rifle and murdering people in between rides, and that, that was a few years back. I think he's standing trial right now. And so I he think, just picks up a ride and he's like, "All yeah, right." Yeah, he's like, oh, "You know what? I want to take it." So when other people take a lunch break, he just goes and. Takes a assault rifle and shoot shoots people. Uh, who, wait, how does he load it into the Uber and that question? Uh, probably in his trunk. Oh, yeah. It's not like he's, like, popping out. Yeah, he's thing. not riding with oh, it. Oh, was he the Uber driver? No, he's, yeah, he's, the he's Uber driver was actually, yeah, doing oh. the shootings. And so they were looking for this person. They're like, well, we, we don't know where he is. Well, he was on the move. He was he was the Uber, so. That's wild, dude. That's crazy. Be careful what you get in the car with, I guess, huh? Hey. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, last current event uh, we could cover. Uh, I guess Twitter has rolled out a new emoji. Uh, it's a uh, two Twitter. hands in the shape of a heart, and it has the. Uh, have you ever seen those two hands up on an iPhone or any emoji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with the uh, kind of the. Uh, gosh, how would I explain? The, like the, the. Thank God. Yeah, the raised. Yeah, the raised yeah. marks above it. So I guess it's a lot like that, but it's uh, to symbolize, uh, symbolize gratitude. Uh, so you think about like it. all the people who are out there, first responders nurses people working in uh restaurants and grocery stores those people are you know they're putting their life on the line let's yeah. make an emoji while we bail out billions of dollars to fucking ceos that don't do shit <laughs> <laughs> people who are hey listen i would love to be a ceo because i mean their balloon package with when they get terminated i mean stock shares millions of dollars hey, but they ain't got no real friends <laughs> i guess it's lonely at the top right but what's not lonely is our guest who we're yeah, going to introduce. Yeah. So I'm going to let Drew take that over. But Anne is a co-founder of a concept called Cajun. Uh, if you guys have not tried Cajun, it's on. Uh, it's off of Wells Branch in Mopac. Uh, I think the address is 13717 Burnett Road in between Rolling Rooster and Pizza Hut. It is by far the best Cajun in town. I think they're going to open a second location in Cedar Park. And then they have, no, they're scoping out. Think- they are opening. <laughs> oh, they are. They are. Okay. Uh, they've got, I think they've got their eye in South Austin. From what I hear, a lot of people are coming up and driving 30 minutes just to get this. I mean, so uh, Crawfish Shack, you better watch out. It's yeah. over for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, but Drew, absolutely. maybe Drew but could go into that. Before we go into that, I Please. think this would be a good time for a break. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. And welcome back, guys. We're back from the break. As promised, we're going to introduce our guests on the program. And T, I mean, if you are listening and can't see her or know her her profile, I mean, she's hot. She's Asian. <laughs> she's smart. Listen, her even the laugh is sexy. I mean, what can you say? But Drew's Total gonna man. Drew's gonna list all of her background and details. Her, her bio. Qualities. All of her assets. Assets. I like that assets. Don't get too excited over there, Drew. Hey, we got Ann on the show. She she's lovely. She's 
beautiful, gorgeous uh, entrepreneur. And smart, owner, right? Cajun as fuck, you know. Got a new restaurant, uh, Cajun, just off of Mopac. And then it's got, you've got a new location you're opening up off of 620 in Anderson Mill. Real estate investor, electrical engineer, bodybuilder. And you're building former bodybuilder. Former bodybuilder. I eat now, guys. I eat now. Yeah. It's good to eat. It's good to eat. <laughs> good to eat. Gotta live to eat. Gotta live to eat. And then we got the, uh, of course, you're building a pergola. Yeah, it initially started. I was building a pergola in the back, in my backyard, and then it's now turned into a huge upper deck, lower deck, all enclosed underneath. Yeah. So for those who don't know what a pergola is, can you kind of yeah, give so a description? <laughs> So a pergola is basically um, a shaded deck. It's not fully covered. Um, so basically it's like a wooden deck, I guess, that you can build or attach onto the back of your house. Okay. Um, like an enclosure? So not a, not a full enclosure, but it's like a shaded. Yeah, it's like a shaded enclosure. Yeah. So, so it doesn't have the walls to it, but it has the ceiling, basically, to keep it shaded. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even a fully covered ceiling. There's no sidewalls. It's just basically somewhat of a deck but it's the underneath portion portion oh, yeah that nice nice a lot really of barbecues nice. and things that go on there yeah it gets, I, it gets a little sun underneath but not too much sun okay i think it would be probably an easier permit for the city right as opposed to building a full a full enclosed yeah did you have to get like permits and everything for that or i guess you're supposed to <laughs> <laughs> i did i did not but actually um i did get stopped um because my next door neighbor apparently is the head of like the HOA construction committee. Oh, wow. What are the odds of that? Yeah, yeah. just so your love. He came, so yeah, he came on over and said, hey, you know you're supposed to get an HOA permit for this. So we did halt construction for right now. It's like, even though you bought this house and owned it, you still gotta get permission for what you wanna do too. Yeah, I mean, they tell you how to, what color you can do, what, what, what can you put in your driveway, what car you can drive. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Just about, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Sound like some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but anyways, like we were saying. Okay, so we got the pergola, which I got to see the other day when we were over there, right? Yeah, you got the So we're going to be partying structure. at Anne's pretty soon with mm -hmm. the pergola. She got the really Sounds top. great. So Anne, tell us a little bit about uh, how people can reach out to you. If, if they want to be fans, <laughs> They, you know, do you have IG? I'm not sure if she's uh, comfortable oh, with man. that right now. <laughs> well, is, is there a story behind that? Don't reach out to me at all, guys. <laughs> right. She, you know. there, all was right. A, there was a small uh, technical issue. So I guess a week, what is it, a week? It's been a week. Has it been a week? I think it's been a week. I've been a week ago. I got, got sim hacked. She got stalkers. I, I don't know if it was a stalk. I got sim hacked where, I don't know if you guys heard of sim hacking before, but somebody's able to basically take your SIM card without physically having to take your phone from you. So if you were to buy a new phone, you take your SIM card out and you put it into your new phone, basically you got your old phone back onto your new phone. Right. Well, they, people now can actually hack your SIM without getting physical access to your phone. So basically they take all of your information, all of your apps, all your logins, everything oh like that, God. and mirror it onto their phone. Yeah. That's all of your contacts, all of your photos, everything. So... The first time I heard of that was uh, copying of um, unlocking codes for your car, right? If if that person is close enough, they can actually copy. If you click lock on your on your car, they can actually capture that, and now they they're able to unlock your car right. and then reprogram it. So I guess it's the same concept, right? Where they essentially copy your SIM card, which mm -hmm. has well, I mean, all of your all of your saved uh, passwords, right? Mm -hmm. All of that. That's pictures. So everything so is going to be on there. Yeah, I actually, I deleted all of my apps off my phone at this point. I deleted all of my social media. I just reactivated my IG today, only for promotions for this weekend. Okay. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure in a week from now, I'm off the offline grid until... Okay, I don't, fair enough. I, I don't feel safe. I, I mean, I got the camera yeah. systems hooked up in my home, got the motion nope. detector set up in the house. Um, I definitely don't feel safe being... In, online or all of any information online it's, yeah, it's pretty scary that's yeah you, that's kind of that's interesting because i'll i'll think about like when you think about you being a business owner you yeah. gotta put yourself out there for business yeah so it kind of almost affects like your business and everything right? yeah i mean and i also too in a sense feel like i've put a target on myself right with my social online presence you put your you need know, put your business out there my i mean i have multiple businesses where you know, if you look me up online, you can 
look even on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, they know what companies I own, and you could look up um, on online on the city websites the company names and all your contact information is in there. Yeah. To be sim hacked, all you need is a name and a number. Yeah. And wow. so it's pretty scary. Wow. Maybe your next business is a uh, anti sim hacking. <laughs> <laughs> So let's ask you, what's your sign? I am a Scorpio. Oh, okay. See, Carlos, that's a little mix. Threw some shade earlier. You did. Scorpio. I did. Hey, I did. I mean, because that I mean, reminds me of that story. Uh, what's it? The scorpion and the frog. Y'all ever heard that one? I, I have actually. Yeah, and that's where where it comes from. You know, like scorpions. I mean, because you're true to your sign, right? I, I'm a water sign, and specifically uh, a Cancer. You know, so. So I did some research on, you know, how crabs act and, and crustaceans and things like that. You know, Scorpios, they, they have the pinchers in the tail. You are true to your sign. And uh, so just in my experience, I don't think I've ever dated a Scorpio. But I mean, just in the name of I am I am engaged to an Aries and that's a fire sign. And I will tell you, it holds true. Are you a cancer? I am a cancer. Oh, my gosh. A yeah, you, can't, you couldn't handle Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I need to hear I love you, not I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> cancers, cancers are what the emotional ones, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. We're, the, yeah. we're the nurturing side. Hey, M's kind of close. M teeters on the on the can, on <laughs> the cancer gonna, cusp. She's on Stop that cancer it. cusp. Yes, no, she I, is. I am. Um, I definitely identify with both, as I realized recently. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because Drew's always like, you know, Gemini's, we hide our feelings and do all this. I'm like, well. Yeah, one of my best friends is a cancer, and I have. Actually made it a rule, honestly, where I have like one cancer friend. I only have enough energy for one cancer friend. <laughs> very emotional. Yeah, I have to. I gotta tend to her needs. I gotta tend to her feelings. I gotta. And I, my best I think as a male cancer, it's a, it's a little bit male easier for me. Different. Yeah, yeah, it is right because like, we don't we don't need as much. Definitely... So wait, yeah. I have to ask. <laughs> right. What do y'all know about Capricorns? Nothing. Capricorns. I know nothing. Okay, well, I don't majestic. either. But my friend. She wilding, man. <laughs> she out there wilding with she's her. She's a Capricorn. With so, her horn. With she's got her horn going on, man. And uh, I'm meeting up with her later too, and a, I'm excited. Man. Always a little scared though, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, all I know is Gemini season starts Friday. That's right. Hey, just in time for my birthday on Friday. And I want is, is this like the fourth know. time you've called it out this hey, podcast? I want y'all to all know. <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump is actually a Gemini. Did y'all know yeah, that? we we talked we we've mentioned yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah. Know that. Yes. I think he planned it this way. He's like, hey, we gotta open this shit up. It's, it's his birthday season. <laughs> Mar-a-Lago, we gotta get <laughs> out there like, and do some golfing. We can't have Mar-a-Lago shut down during my birthday. <laughs> I'm the president <laughs> of the United States I don't of America. Care who gets COVID? We celebrate. My Speaking birthday. of which, President Trump that jogs my memory actually shut down the border of. Uh, all green cards and everything. Only okay. essential workers can come in right now. So, I mean, you you remember in his presidency, he was really trying to, you know, shut down the, the board wall. and all that. Mm-hmm. And he, he's finally got that opportunity to say, hey, you can't come in because of a justified reason. Right. Well, that's crazy. Well, if you're, if you are cautious about giving out your personal uh, Instagram or things like that, how can people look up your business, see the great photos, Cajun. the great food? Come through Cajun. So Cajun, Cajun Boil, it's a new seafood restaurant. We have crawfish, shrimp, crab legs, king crab. Um, it's right off Wells Branch and Mopac. So you, more, you can Tell them where the there. name came from. Tell them how the name. Yeah. Okay, so Cajun spelled K-A-S-I-A-N. Basically, it's an infusion of Cajun, like Cajun seafood and with an Asian flair. So we just kind of combine the two words and it's Cajun. Interesting. Love and it. we're right next to Louisiana. And so, so many people... Uh, love going there i i love going there as well i mean the yeah, food we, is we've bomb. had people that are actually from louisiana that have come in love there it. and they love it yeah we have um we have a really special house made butters that we put on our seafood that you know it's, it's the flavors are like none other talk and, to us um, about that blasian and there's there's kind of a personal <laughs> like story behind that right <laughs> me too That's so great. yeah blasian so uh, my son is blasian my son is half black i have a 13 year old son so we always a lot of my close girlfriends are Asians, and for some reason, we all we all have Blasian kids. Well, my uh, <laughs> my business partner Glenn Williams, he's he's black, and I'm Asian, so he used to have a seafood restaurant, uh, Crack and Crab in Pflugerville, yeah. where his you know his his recipe, his main uh, butter was you know, so basically it's an, another infusion of black and Asian. So it's my my partner is black. 
I'm Asian. So a lot of our words, our word I love that. Off That's of great. black and Asian infusion. That's where we put our ideas and recipes together. See, and I'm the That's only genius. one who hasn't been to Cajun yet. Yeah. Well, what's up with that? Okay. Man, wait. What's up with that? <laughs> what? I've invited you every time. Come I know. On. Well, I'm one, I'm always busy. Two, is it too spicy? Because I'm scared. It's not. <laughs> no. I think the beauty, the beauty of the of the butters that they have, they have three, right? The uh, garlic butter, they've got Cajun, which is a uh, brown sugar cilantro you're, you're flavor. You're acting like I'm like not trying to go there. Like I, 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 I just I, don't know I do. how you can't go there. Like people we don't even want to go there have shown up. Well, every yeah. night of the week, Drew's like, I'm like Cajun, meet me. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm been Cajun. In the, it's been insane. So Monday for Memorial Day, we're having a Cajun pop-up at Rainy Hookah. On Monday, so it's it's oh, a one day pop up on Rainy Street. Man, I need to oh. Tell them. oh, so we'll be there month this Monday on for Memorial Day, and then June first we're opening up a second location off of Anderson and Six Twenty. Now, yeah. what I like about that location, it's very close to the boating okay. area, oh, yeah. and I hear that you guys are going to be uh, doing uh, in the works a lot of uh, a lot of collaborations with uh, those out on boats and stuff. Oh yeah, we're gonna have cooler specials. I mean, you can bring coolers full of uh, seafood out to the boats and have you know. Imagine that. That, so that sounds awesome. That's so sick. Oh my god. Like I'm in. Doing that. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna blow it up out there, right right by the water. You'll be oh, yeah. able to get. There's no place I can think of that's off of 620. I used to live out there. That's yeah, I can't think of it either because I used to live over there too. Especially seafood yeah, to go, except right? For, except for yeah. that one place, it was, I forget the name of My it. My go to is just Whataburger. They had like, uh, <laughs> but it was like fried fried seafood, though. It was like fish and stuff. It was, uh, mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. But it, it's nothing like what you're, what you're doing right now. Yeah, I think our, then, our food is so unique, especially to Austin. I mean, we're. Absolutely. Um, What'd you guys do? 80 grand in three weeks out of a drive thru? We can edit that. <laughs> she like, Cut. Wait, she, you can do a little more than that. You're going to have her get blown up. Like, can I hold something? Can I hold something? Right? I'm ready to come on. I'm ready Which actually roll. ties into the question that we have uh, about a, what is the protocol oh, when you invite someone out to Vegas, plane tickets, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, wait, uh, wait, wait. wait. We'll, but we'll get, we'll get into that. Would you tell us uh, where you're from? Are you from Texas? New to Austin? So I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm new to Austin. I uh, moved to Austin about four years ago from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I grew up. Um, I was born in in Boston, actually. And my mom and dad we hopped around a lot. Um, but yeah, I moved here on a job. Um, I had a job offer in Austin for the energy grid, and then uh, I, I took that offer. I moved here four years ago. Do you regret it or you love it? I love it. Austin. So I've moved around a lot my whole life, but I've never loved a city before. But I love Austin. Like I see I myself that. living here, uh, working here, thriving here. Make I mean, your first million? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. See, that's where I was, you know, recently applying for jobs and I was like, I can't, I don't want to move out of Austin yet. Like, I'm not ready. So I was just like sticking to, you know, I mean, solely Austin. It's called jobs. the third yeah, coast for a reason. Listen, Austin right now, they have. Tesla coming. Oh Apple just Possibly. expanded the Facebook, the, Google, the the campus, uh, campus that yep. they're gonna do. Like, even if Tesla didn't come, like Austin's still the shit. Yeah. Like, oh, and that and that new stadium coming up at the yeah. domain and over soccer. here. Yeah. Soccer, 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 yeah. everything. Yeah, it's the new. Uh, it's the new new. Set. What is it? Uh, cycle. What's the valley in Cali? Oh, oh, oh Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's a new. Yeah, I, I could totally see that because a lot of tech companies are, are moving yeah. here, and Texas is doing. I mean, they have no state tax, right? Yeah. Uh, right. So a lot of reasons to come. Yeah. Come to, to Texas come and Austin. Texas, yeah, everything's like. It's uh got it, it's catered towards big business, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it reminds me because I I was born in California in the in the '80s, when that was what most people don't realize the big boom was like the '80s and the '90s in Cali for the tech. That's when the Niners were popping. Everybody was like going out there. It was popular to go. That's how Austin is. We got we have a multi million dollar like racetrack. Just the fact that we right. like this is the only place in the U.S. 
but they have a Formula One racetrack. Right. That's a huge sign that's of the huge. kind of money that com- that's coming through here. So. So, are you from Texas uh, or originated, uh, relocated? What's the story behind yeah. that? Okay, so I have, um, I'm actually, most of my life grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Um, when I was younger, my siblings were born in Detroit. Um, lived there for a while, hopped around a lot. My parents were business owners. They opened nail salons all across the country, um, restaurants across the country. And then we moved I, um, high school. I went to high school in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, I, you know, I didn't really grow up with my family. Grew up in uh, foster care, actually. Foster care from 12, 13 on. And um, I, you know, predominantly I grew up in, in different families, but at the end, but the, uh, I never, was never adopted, so we kind of hopped around a lot, my sister and I. And then from there, um, when I was 19, moved back to Ann Arbor to kind of get to know my family, my original parents again, my biological parents. And um, from there, got um, lived with them for a couple of years in Michigan. That's how I moved back to Michigan, Went moved back with my parents. And then, um, yeah, from there, moved to Austin four years ago. Man, Very that's cool. a unique story. Like, cause you- Super high level. <laughs> yeah, like you went into foster care, but eventually you came back to your family. That that doesn't happen for many people in foster care, huh? Yeah, no, my parents, um, gosh, we, I think it just boils down to cult- differences in cultures, right? Us being um, born first generation in America, our views and our values um, and our understanding is far different from my parents' cultures and values, you know, from being from Vietnam. Yeah. So growing up in that con, you know, just having that disconnection and communication, especially in the family and having different values, it's, it's, it was, it was hard. It was hard for my parents to accept who I was, right? Because I think we're easily shaped and by our environment, from our friends, from school, from what we see on TV and our culture just, just didn't. Mash. Mesh with so, that. Yeah. so you're Vietnamese. I'm 100 percent Vietnamese. Yes. Man, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of Asians or Vietnamese in Michigan? No, no. I mean, I yeah, definitely did not grow up in the Asian community. I do speak fluent Vietnamese. I did try to keep up with with that. Um, Could you give us a little bit of Vietnamese? Uh, how do you say hello? Ciao. Goodbye. <laughs> Same ciao. Ciao and mm-hmm. uh, f you. I don't know how to say those words. <laughs> <laughs> Our parents might be listening. She's a classy, no, she's a classy like, lady. She's a classy lady. Very <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so if we wanted to say, uh, hi, how are you? How would you say that in Vietnamese? Uh, chào cô quay hông. Chào cô quay hông. Yeah, cô quay hông. Chào cô quay hông. I'm not even going to try. Right? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Oh. Wait, so we, we got to tell. Oh, wait, what was that? Hey, so we got to tell all the listeners out there, though, how how beautiful she looks, right? So would yeah, you, so how, how would you would describe you des- yourself? Yeah. How would you describe oh, yourself? So Coke bottle, hourglass, height. I would say hourglass, absolutely. Yeah, hourglass. Five, one, long black hair, freckles, um, full lips, full ass, full tits. A whole waist. stimulus check right to the bank account, <laughs> huh? Okay. Uh, you got to come ready with it, guys. <laughs> you got to come ready. No, I don't want no short, short man. <laughs> Dynamite. Now, Ooh, it's getting hot in here, guys. <laughs> so you and McTee kind of have uh, something in common on the uh, top we do, half. We do. Uh, no, I think I think M beats me for sure. Does she? Oh yeah. I think it's very similar. What are you guys <laughs> weighing in at that heavyweight championship fight? What uh, we we <laughs> C mean, D? I think I'm a pretty good D, but she's got to be at least a triple. I'm D a little no 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 little double little double going okay. on. Okay, double double. Okay. I think uh, you're pretty it's... snug in a double D. <laughs> oh, she's calling you out right there. I think you stop. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, but like we were speaking uh, earlier uh, before the podcast started, you know, I always started out as more of a stick, you know. But uh, later into my, uh, that's why I have make tea, make tits. You know, that's the, that's the. That came from high school, it, right? It came from high school, so you know. Oh, uh, make so, tea. That's what that's for. I thought it was like. You, make you fucking knew. So I got make tea and a make B. <laughs> <laughs> why do I want McDonald's, right? McDonald's, fuck that. Right, right. I, I love how I was on the McDonald's app the other day, and it was like. Make delivery if you want to make delivery like that fucking ad make to anything and I fucking oh yeah love everything it. Yeah. speaking of uh transitioning in the business world i hear chuck e cheese and applebee's are actually 
making a really big move towards uh, Uber Eats cheese. and delivery. Should hire Takashi Six Nine to advertise. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they're going by uh, pseudo names. Um, and I guess Chuck E. Cheese has revamped their pizza. It's thicker. It's got mm. more sauce, uh, different shape. Uh, so watch out, guys. Sound you might like be ordering from Applebee's or Chuck E. Cheese like and not even know it. Describe these two ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but thicker. Uh, that's hilarious. More sauce. More sauce. Uh, hey, speaking of sauce, is it the juice or the sauce? What's better, juice or the sauce? What are we referring to right now? What's better, the juice or the sauce? Referring you, to what? You like it saucy yeah. or juicy? Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Juice or sauce? If I had to guess, I would probably guess sauce. Okay. Man, sauce. I okay. She said sauce. Wait, what, what, what are we? Okay, for a listener, what are what are we talking about? Yeah. Juice or sauce? Juice or sauce? Come here, uh, I feel like sauce <laughs> indicates thickness, and juice indicates maybe more like flavor. I don't no, know. I feel like it might be the opposite. Juice, juice? or sauce? Sauces. Is there? Are you gonna give me a background for this, or I just need an answer? There's no context. He won't right, give me right, any context. All right, here we go. Here we go. Give me one second. Juice. Juice. Okay, we got a juice and a sauce over here. Juice. When it comes to juice, right? It's flavorful already. You don't need <laughs> it's the sauce. Flavorful. Hey. The sauce will fill you juice, up. Juice. You gonna drink that shit? Like it might last two, three days. The sauce. Like, you ever have sauce, like barbecue sauce, right? That shit lasts. Mm-hmm. You're licking it off your Man, fingers you for could, days. Like, a year later, anything, you still got anything. the sauce. Hey, y'all, y'all never seen it? Mm-hmm. See, okay, so the sauce lasts longer. Juice. juice Wait, what's don't. that song? It's like, juice, a little bit of sauce. What is that song? Uh, not familiar. All right, never mind. <laughs> Fucking cut that shit out. But there's a guy, he works at Best Buy, and he explains the difference between juice and sauce. This is on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go check out uh, Juice right. versus Sauce on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Who hashtag. The juice? the juice. So you explain the juice is something you can purchase. You can get money. You can purchase things. That's the juice. You can have nice things around. The sauce is something you just got regardless. The swags. Okay. Right? Okay. Think about it. When you got juice in your in your fridge, what lasts longer, juice or sauce? Sauce. Sauce. You have barbecue sauce. Sauce goes a long way. I know. That, that yeah. sauce on the all occasion, you know. That's, hey, what, that's, that's, that's what makes bottom. occasion. That blazing sauce. Yeah. Occasion even sauce. Even if it's at the bottom, you just add some water to it. And you get <laughs> like ketchup, barbecue sauce. Yeah. Shake it up. Just add water and shake it up. Juice. Juice is going like that. Right? Man. Well, talking about juice and sauce, let's talk about the sauce in NLP. Um, mm. So, oh, yeah, I did a little bit of research on... Real quick, not yeah. to catch you off, but... Yeah, we were talking about the other parts. I mean, the other aspects of Anne that, like, you're into. Because we hung out the other evening, and, mm-hmm. like, that was huge to me. She's big in the energy, and then NLP. Huge in the energy. Tell so, us about that NLP. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I watched a few TED Talks on NLP, and I, I learned some interesting things. So I'll, I'll just kind of – it's a little lengthy, but I'll try to break it down. Real quick, what – so what's NLP? What's that? Break it down. Yeah. Uh, so NLP stands for Neurological Linguistic Programming. And so uh, the thing that I think of immediately is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And the, and the basis of Rich Dad, Poor Dad was that he grew up with a dad that had a mindset that was rich and a dad that had a mindset that was poor. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of this understanding that there is a subconscious voice that you develop from your environment. And that inhibits your ability to have success in life. But I'll go into a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll go over the notes that I took from this TED talk. So he started out saying, uh, we never plan for failures or broken relationships, anxiety, depression, feelings of victimization. So why does it happen? Why are some people better uh, in life than others? Why are some people getting better results than us? Uh, And basically what he broke down was there are two forms of communication happening every second of the day. That communication is with yourself and with others. And, And a lot of times we perfect communication with others but a lot of times we don't Perfect. even, we're not even aware of, of the, the inner communi- dialogue. The inner dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes on to, to point out that uh, the communication that you have with yourself determines the quality of life. Not only your network, but your net worth. Uh, so it's so important to master that communication. Uh, he proposed the question, when you want to change, why doesn't that change occur? He, he had two simple answers for that. He said, one starts with awareness and second permission. And I'll go into maybe the specifics of the first. 
uh, awareness has to do with making goals and believing that those goals are possibilities in spite of your experiences. A lot of times, you know, you grow up with a, maybe a father who did not make a lot of money. And so you learn to live frugally, yeah. right? And, yeah. and so that just becomes your way of life. And, I, you know, when I'm going shopping, my dad was a very frugal man. Mm -hmm. And uh, I find myself, I, I make enough money not to shop here. Why am I here? And so it, it goes back to that NLP and that, that voice inside my head. Uh, secondly, permission. And what he really stressed was the permission is an emotional permission. What's in your heart? What does your heart feel? It's, ne it's necessary to have a no or, excuse me, uh, it's very necessary to have no or limited objection to what you feel in your heart. So you think about the things that you go in life and you really want it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that NLP, that inner voice, robs you of that drive for that, you know? And so a lot of people are reaching ceilings in their life and they're wondering, you know, Drew, a lot of your friends are millionaires and they're, you know, you, you remarked to me, you said, you know, there, sometimes I hit a wall might be that, 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 uh, that NLP. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I hear that a lot. A lot of people I know are very successful. They're not millionaires. They're well on their way. Mm -hmm. And like, Sometimes I trip out when I'm hanging out with them. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm hanging out with you guys. But they, yeah, they see something in me that I don't see in myself. And that's why I think of NLP. It's like, because you're listening to that negative voice mm -hmm. instead, of talk, instead of talking to yourself, you're listening to yourself. And basically what I take from listening to yourself is that voice is developed from years of whoever you're around, you grow up around. Mm -hmm. what you hear them say and what they tell you about money and life and whatnot, it yeah. influences you. But what you don't realize is like, you can actually overcome that voice and consciously create what you want. Yeah, I think it's important to really break down like what NLP means, right? Like neurological, right? With your brain. Right. You know, the term linguistic, it's like um, language. Right. right? Brain so, language. Brain language. Mm -hmm. So, like, our brain doesn't work in words. Like, computers don't work in, in English. Right. right? Computers work code. in code. You need the code. Mm -hmm. So, and then the last part of the, of the term is programming. So, it's just like you actually have to legitly reprogram mm -hmm. your mind. So, it's not about, it takes more than just understanding, well, what does NLP stand for or what the techniques are. It's actually taking the time and energy to reprogram the language and speak the language to from your conscious exactly. mind to your subconscious mind. Ooh, she just broke us off right there. Yeah. Like it's 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 insane. Um, I call myself like an NLP mentee because I'm definitely not a master, but my mentors, my, it's a husband and wife, um, Twee and Quinn, they are they're NLP trainers. They study this, they live it. I I seen from I've met them before they were NLP masters and trainers, and I know the, where they what are now. Twee and Quinn. Now they, a lot of people, get, they pay them lots of money mm -hmm. for them to um, train under them. Mm -hmm. And these two literally picked me up and where it was just like, I'm taking you and I'm, I'm gonna teach you my ways. So when I, when they first said that he's, um, they're like big real estate developers and new construction and I mean, they, you know, multi, do it all. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're huge. They got multiple worldwide businesses. And I, you know, I think the first meeting, he's like, Hey, let's meet at this. You know, we went to a Thai restaurant and I'm bringing my notebook. I'm thinking he's going to teach me about business. And I ended up crying at that uh, meeting. And, um, you know, and, and it's, I thought it was a business meeting. So initially when I thought I was going to meet with them, they're going to give me like, this is what you do. Here's the game plan. Go do it. And they're like, no, we got to fix you from the inside out. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> kind of like karate kid, wax on, wax off. Yeah. And I didn't really understand what NLP was. I, they didn't introduce the concept to me. They were doing like the NLP practices on me without me understanding or without maybe me that's why the emotional response right yeah because you got to go back to to all that yeah. all that baggage all that i yeah. can't i shouldn't i don't deserve it yeah and then when you revisit that you know and those thoughts come to the conscious from the subconscious it's an emotional experience yeah i mean that I, i'll never forget it what he said was your drive and ambition and your work ethic is insane but it means nothing until you're ready to receive the abundance that you're trying to work wow for. hit him with that and it took me a long time to understand. He's just like, trust me on this. 
um, you will, no matter how hard you work or no matter what you do or no matter how many businesses you open, you'll never, you have to prepare yourself for the abundance that you, that you're wanting. Mm -hmm. So even yeah. though we think like, Hey, we want a lot of money. How come everyone doesn't have a lot of money? Like exactly. you, you, you have to compare, you have to prepare yourself and, um, to be able to receive, right. like even a lot of people, they can't even receive compliments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes they, can't, them they can't handle it. Yeah. So what makes you think you can handle a billion dollars, you know, in your pocket today? Mm -hmm. You know, you might self destruct. Yeah. You will self destruct. You will self sabotage yourself because you can't handle the right. the, the, the blessings. Because you're not mm -hmm. accept, You're not willing to accept. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. a lot of people, including myself, for years I've spun my wheels working so hard and losing. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Working and losing. Working losing because I I wasn't prepared to truly receive, and I didn't understand that until now. So for the past year I've been going to NLP workshops, and reading, um, and practicing and, and doing this exercise to my brain and connecting my conscious and subconscious mind to be on the same game wavelength. Plan, same yeah. same game plan. The story, yeah. what you, what you desire is also the same story you're telling yourself. Yeah. Right? yeah. Does that, does that People match? People right? listen to the voice rather mm -hmm. than create what they want. They, yeah. And a lot of that yeah. voice we don't realize doesn't only come from our parents and our peers, but comes from what we're watching on right. TV and stuff. And, and that's where you... the term programming is important mm -hmm. because you have to reprogram your subconscious mind. A lot of the times we only are aware of our conscious thoughts when we read things and we can we can regurgitate these words, yeah. but you haven't reprogrammed your subconscious mind. You soaked it in. You do you believe what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I want a million dollars, but do you believe that you deserve a million dollars? And more importantly, does your heart believe that with a million dollars you do the right thing? Yeah. I think... In that way, the universe blesses us because you won't get a blessing that you're not ready for. Mm -hmm. So NLP is major. Yeah. And promises you're going to come back on the program because, I mean, that <laughs> that was so important, so influential. And uh, See, I think and I our feel listeners... like a lot of people, including me, don't, you know, aren't super aware of it, like I said. And people like me, like learning about that, that's so powerful. Like, yeah. that's so Next powerful. Level, oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, a lot of people, like I said, you know, don't, don't. A lot of people also don't want to learn and don't see, you know, that's why the term is ignorance is bliss. I feel like sometimes mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, to be ignorant, you know, you can go blah, 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 but you're never really going to go anywhere unless you, unless you really put it in front of you and go do it, you know? Yeah. And so that's why that's awesome. No, I, I love hearing you share that because that's, you know, opening me up to a different thing that I've never thought of before. So, yeah, um, I love that. It's, it's, it's all about being aware. Like I said, being aware and really concentrating that's a lot, a lot of what I've gone through with, you know, trying to like help my mental health as well is, um, you know, trying to focus in on my thoughts and, um, a, a lot of the time, you know, I try to force them out. Um, but being able to be okay with your thoughts and be okay with everything that's like so important. And a lot of people not even just like, don't realize it. Like they, they might realize it, but they also don't want to, you know, hone in on that. And mm -hmm. so that's why I think that this topic is so important and, Glad that we're sharing it, you know. Absolutely. So, and yeah. well, will you will you promise to come back on the program and kind of discuss this more? I would definitely come back for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, as we always say, guys, be you. Be true. Be social. Special and shout so out to our guest, Anne. Thank you for being on the program. Yeah, thank thank you. you. I loved it. Excellent. We'll see you guys soon. Until next time.